The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans, yay! And Bills land. Josh Allen had a seventeen uh, QBR yesterday. That was great. Did he really? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, he trash. trash. I mean, our, we can't really speak too highly of our guy from yesterday, but um. He didn't throw three picks, that's for sure. That's a good point. That is a, good, he, that is a good point. Huh? <laughs> he didn't throw anything, did he? He had a bounce <laughs> touchdown pass. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, fuck. The Colts, man. Not fuck the Colts, but fuck the Colts. Yeah. All that momentum that I feel like we had, I, I just, like, I lost it. I was super hyped after the Arizona win, and now I'm just like, Yay. <laughs> but you want to know what? I've heard, you know, I've seen different people like, hey, this is probably for the best, you know, a game to kind of wake them on up right before the playoffs start and say, hey, we can be beat. You know, nothing's a cakewalk. So get ready for it. You know, I mean, a bad taste in our mouth. Yeah. Maybe something to rationalize that freaking awful loss. I mean, I guess so. I guess it's a, looking on the bright side. It's just it. I mean, I could keep saying the same thing over and over again that I have all year, just to just these, this inability to, to finish games. And, you know, we were right there. We were close. It was just, and the, the missed touchdown pass to T.Y. Hilton, I'm just like, I can't rack my brain around it. You know, we can make up a million excuses for ourselves, COVID stuff, guys not practicing, but it doesn't make it any better. No, no, it doesn't. You know, it definitely, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you know, good good way to look at it. It wasn't the playoffs. You know, it wasn't a, a, an elimination game. So we, we still have a chance. We still control our own destiny. Yeah. And hopefully that was just the smack in the mouth they needed to, to kind of wake up a little bit. I hope so. I, I really do. It was, I mean, it was, that was painful a lot. I, I couldn't believe how just flat. I mean, aside from the defense. From the get-go. I mean, everything into the game, just, just flat, no energy. Just like, all right, going through the motions. They thought they already won the game. And the Raiders wanted it more. Exactly. And that's like the, it's the worst. You cannot be overconfident in the NFL, especially at this point. If, you know, if any of those Colts players thought that the Raiders were just some kind of walkover team, like shame on them. Like, seriously, this team is playing for a playoff spot after the year that they've had. And to take them lightly, like I said, I'm they're pro athletes. I'm sure maybe they didn't, but as a, as a unit, they just did not look like they were 
it, yeah, it, it definitely felt like they thought they were already in. And it, it was just, it was, it was bothersome. The yeah. entire, you know, the, the entire game, just watching it, I was just like, yo, you know, if you guys win this, you're in the playoffs, right? Like you locked and we don't have to wait for week six or wait week 18 and take a chance in Jacksonville. Like we could be done. We could be done. We could be in and have our spot and, and, and breathe a little bit easier. You know, I uh, saw a conspiracy theory that we lost on purpose to give the charges a harder time to, to get into the playoffs, which I mean, looking at Herbert, he's scary. Burrow, I don't want to play the Bengals. I don't want to play the Bengals. No, I know I don't. I don't want oh honestly right now, I I don't want to play any of the teams that we're gonna play. We're probably gonna no. play. Titans no. are gonna Titans are gonna get a bye the first round. It, it's it's a fact. Right. I mean, they have to beat Houston again, but I mean, my God, how can you, I know they've lost to Houston before, but how could you, how could you bet against the, the Titans right now? Oh, they, if they, they get that maybe coming back. Yeah. Get out of here. No, I'm not stoked. One of the conspiracy theories I found very interesting and I'm always like going back to this every now and then was that uh, HBO would not let hard knocks have a, have a bye week in week 18. <laughs> so they had it, they had to keep the drama up and uh and have it that way which i found uh a part of me was like you know with the way that this whole season has gone in collaboration with hard knocks yeah it wouldn't surprise me (laughs) if uh but i mean there was really no i don't know I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. It's a dangerous kind of mindset to be in, but I mean, there, there weren't really any bad penalties against the Colts. I mean, bad ones that they did, but nothing that were like, eh, that yeah. was fishy. Egregious or anything like that. No, not at all. So I, I don't know. It, it was just, just came yeah. out flat, dude. We just did not play well at all. At all. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, the only one that looked good. <laughs> like always. Seriously. Again, I was a little sad that his streak of, uh, you know, every time he gets 100 yards that we lose, I'm, I was a little sad that that kind of came to an end. Um, you not know, he should not me. I'm so glad I don't have to hear people on Twitter. Well, you got to run the ball, and make sure Jonathan Taylor gets 100 yards because then we win. <laughs> Screw you guys. Come on. <laughs> I mean, oh. let's see. There were a bunch of first downs and, and some chains that got called back because of like illegal, like, right? it was like an illegal formation, the Braden Smith one. I'm just like, what? Stupid. You know, Stupid. a holding call against some of these like backup linemen that we have. It was just silly, stupid shit, and it shouldn't have – like, that was – it's a momentum stealer. But, it, I mean, they were all fair calls. Like, I, I'm not, like, saying that, oh, the rough screw does. No, they were all fair calls, and the Colts just played bad. And we, um, we could stop uh, Derek Carr from completing a pass. That would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, we just did a film study today for two-point, and uh, we looked at Derek Carr's last that pass to Hunter Renfro, and, oh, my God infuriating absolutely infuriating. yeah i'm at third and 10 and you know maybe that maybe carlson hits a field goal but but not likely they're not gonna take that chance with 40 something seconds left or it was actually it was a minute about a minute left at that time and uh you know give give the colts good field position they're gonna punt it away and, and bury him in the end zone and one of our corner i can't i don't know who it was it wasn't no karake um well, he's not a cornerback, but like one of our one of our defenders, they pulled up on a uh, Jalen Rashard. He was running a quick little route. He uh, one of our defenders pulled up, and it gave Derek Carr all the like the Iggy, as we say in the wrestling business, to throw it to Hunter Renfro. And Kenny Moore just jumped a hair too early, 
and yeah, he got beat, and yeah, yeah, it was painful. But yeah, I mean, Carr looked elite out there. Like, I mean, I I like Derek Carr. I've said it dozens of times. I like Derek Carr. He was one guy who I was kind of hoping got traded to Indy. This this last offseason was one of the, my potential guys. Would have been nice. It would have been nice. Um, and, and deep down, I'm happy for the Raiders. They have a shot at uh, you know making the postseason for the first time in several years. Good at, good good for the Raiders. Uh, it's been a rocky year. Good for them. I just hate that it came at our expense. Um, like that, I just felt like everything you know was just kind of falling in in, in place for us this week. Oh, Carson's activated Sunday morning. And, you know, Braden Smith's back Sunday morning and it just, yeah, it was pretty demoralizing. It was, uh, how, how much of that do you blame on them being gone for most of the week? No practice, very little practice. Do you, do you blame a lot of it on that? Or do you think it's the, the problem lies elsewhere? I think I want to blame it on that. It makes the most sense for the way that the team looked, um, you know, all things considered, I want to blame that. It's just like, again, the timing and, you know, Frank Reich said said before, it's like, yeah, these are pro athletes. They, um, you know, as far as practice and stuff goes, like they're, they're pro athletes. They don't need to be on the field all the time. They're, they're a lot of these guys are veterans, like Jack and Ty. They're, they're like since middle school, high school, right? You know? it's, and I understand that to an extent, but I, I mean, who knows what what how, how Carson actually felt? Um, you, you know, he just it it was worse than usual. You know, and he, he still could have been feeling the effects of COVID and, you know, just said, hey, I feel great so that he could pass protocols, knowing that he gave him the best chance to win. But he did not look like himself as much as people want to say, oh, that's the Carl Wentz I know. No, he, he's been pretty good for us this year, and he, he did not look at yesterday. A little gun shy on some things. and Yeah, you know, he overthrew a lot of passes, which has been kind of an issue for me for him this year. The, the overthrows, if you look back at a lot of his misses, he's overthrowing a lot of people. I mean, I, I watched him over the last several weeks, even when we went to the Patriots game a couple weeks ago, um, you know, overthrow Moelle Cox. Like, how do you how do you do that? that that's that's a that's a probably a bigger concern of mine right now is the overthrows, the the the, the accuracy issues of Carson Wentz. I, I know that it can be it can be fixed. This is all things that can be work on with a full off season. Um, you know, free full training camp, in, you know, an injury free training camp, mini camp, all that stuff. But, um, but we're we got to have Carson at his best. And, you know, I hope you're right. I hope this this punch in the mouth gets them where they need to go. I just don't want them to, um, you know, I, I didn't want them to kind of have to blow their load, as it's so to speak, on, on a Jacksonville team. Right. Oh, we're pissed off. We're angry. We lost. Let's just go beat up on Jacksonville. And then, you know, then they, they, they come out, you know, you know what I mean? Like you just get yeah. all their stuff out. I, I just, I wanted it to be, okay, we're good. We're in where we, it is what it is. Rest some people get healthy and yeah, I get it. I, half of the loss and I've been beating this, this horse for like a dead drum for a long time now, the lack of a perimeter outside threat. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. It's Pittman or a dump off someplace. He's not going deep to, to many other wide receivers. You know, Pittman doesn't even. Else. Pittman doesn't even really scare. Like I, I like Pittman, but he doesn't like. 
scare me. <laughs> like I don't like I don't I don't think I'm there yet where I'm like, okay, Pittman's like ready to be wide receiver one on his own. I don't know if I'm there yet with him. I know he hear me out. I know he just had a thousand yards receiving, but I think that might be more of a case of okay, Carson has to kind of throw his way yeah. versus okay, this dude's a dominant guy. Cause I mean, how many games has he been quiet this year? where he's been pretty much non-existent. He's made some stellar catches. Don't get me wrong. And made some, you know, great grabs, contested catches and all that. But, um, but, but I agree. We need, we need something else to, to, to help him. Pittman. I do. I think we'd see more of Pittman if first off, I mean, we're, we're a run first team. So a lot of, a lot of the targets he's going to get is instead being handed off to Jonathan Taylor, which they should because he's the best player on the field. Yep. But you know, had Pittman had a, a good, you know, uh, number two next to him. Ty is a ghost. See, what I did there. Ghost. That was clever. Ghost of his uh, of his former self. Uh, Pascal and Doolin. I, I mean, would they be considered number twos on any other team? No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Not at all. And you know, the Molly Cox as a receiver has been uh, a little disappointing this year. Um, yeah, just, they, they used him early on, and they just they just have not. Um, used him to the you know, appropriately as how, as how I believe that they should have. Well, he's Our been a big disappointment. Best wide receiver on the team is Naheem Hines. Think about that. Our second best wide receiver is our second running back. Right. I mean, that's why we paid him, but yeah. uh, but it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And I mean, it's not supposed to be that way. No. Um, you know, from what I understand, Paris Campbell's expected back soon. They're going to activate him off IR, which is cool. Uh, but we know that he is not a long-term answer either. We've, no. we've, we've been down this road before. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not great. I, I, you can't you win. Wide receiver heavy and off season free agency and draft. Yes, we have to like, like, no, yeah, there's no, no, like no ifs, ands or buts about it. I know we need offensive line help, but um, if Carson's going to work out here, we got to get him some help. I mean, look at Jamar Chase right now. Look at him just bowling out. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, look at, let's take a look at this playoff field right now. Everybody who's, who's kind of locked in. Okay. Aside from the Patriots who. I don't know what their offensive identity is. Mac Jones is coming along. Like I said, we've liked him, but some of these other receiving cores. Okay. Uh, Buffalo, Stephon Diggs, that Gabriel Davis kid is awesome. Right. The true one. Yeah. Yeah, Cole Beasley got Emmanuel Sanders. You got Isaiah McKenzie. There is good depth there. And those guys, if given the proper opportunity, would be a wide receiver one or two on any other team. Um, let's look at Tennessee. All right. Love him or hate him. Tennessee has been kind of getting, getting stuff done. AJ Brown is like a, a true wide receiver one. And they have other He's guys that have dude. stepped up. He is a dude. He is. I love AJ Brown. And yep. he, you know, they, those other guys have really, it's really stepped up into, into big roles. And that's what I'm most impressed about with Tennessee Cincinnati. They have a three headed monster at wide receiver. Stupid! It's, it is absolutely an embarrassment of riches. We can't have one, and they've got three. They have three: Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. It is disgusting. I, I would not be surprised since Danny made a run and went to the Super Bowl this year. Um, who else is lot? I think uh, Kansas no, City. Casey, I mean, Kansas City, Tyreek yeah. Hill, Travis Kelsey. 
you got two two very dependent you know dependable targets there um I just yeah I I, I don't know I, I feel like you know for the same things I criticized the Bills offense about for like a month ago about being too pass heavy um it, we gotta we gotta mix up you know right because right now we're not a passing threat we're not a passing threat and you can tell by the way that the defenses are playing against JT that that stuff is kind of becoming apparent. This is a terrible time for that to happen, right? You know, there's going to be some defenses that can't stop him, no doubt about it. But right now, um, you know what I mean? That if I'm playing again, if I'm, you know, and I love my boys, I don't want to be called not a real fan because I'm I'm coming after him. But if I'm playing against the Colts, I'm more worried. I'm I'm obviously going to game plan against the run, and then let Carson overthrow. You know what I mean? Like that, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. So that's my concern heading into the playoffs. I feel like we, you know, this, this last week really showed it. And again, it could be COVID stuff, but um, you know, the, the, the more we talk about it, the more I think it may be COVID stuff. Cause that, that game plan against Arizona, you know, we were kind of throwing the rock around a little bit there with no offensive line. Right. I think that maybe there's like little install, little game plan uh, because of the COVID stuff. You couldn't really work on things. So it was a more vanilla playbook. And you could tell they looked uninspired. The the, 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 deep, the offensive play calling was just, you know, very ho-hum. Right. Uh, besides that gorgeous play that they made where, you know, he he just overshot T.Y. That that play uh, was creative. Uh, it got T.Y. wide open. I would love to see that use again. Because, I, I mean, that's a guaranteed touchdown every single time you hit him in the right way. Yeah, it sounds like something that HBO Max would use for a uh, – that's that sounds like something HBO Max would use for a uh, – for a moment for a uh for, for for an episode yeah but um but yeah so it is what it is Colts are nine and eight as it stands right now or nine and yeah nine and eight right now as it stands um which it no is it yeah nine and six in the seven seven nine and seven. Nine, seven nine seven my apologies nine and seven um as it stands right now and their their path their path to the playoffs is uh, very storybook like where it goes through. You know, we have to go to Jacksonville, a place where the Colts have not won since 2014, right? Yes, since 2014. I actually seen an interest uh, a clip of like the rosters back then, <laughs> the varying rosters. Like Jacksonville had like Chad Henney at quarterback. We had Luck and Reggie, like uh, Reggie Wayne, and you know all the very young, obviously T.Y. Hilton. It's been 20. 20- yeah. yeah. 2014 was the last time the Colts won there and their playoff hopes ride, you know, in this game. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a big accomplishment. This Jacksonville team is dog shit and the Colts are 15 and a half point favorites right now. It scares um, me. It scares me so much. I don't right like now. it at all. I don't like it at all. I, I, I do not like that idea at all. And they just had 50 dropped on them by new England. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're not going to just lay over. So, I'm concerned. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, if they if they win, they could drop out the number one draft spot. So, I know, like, players yeah, no, they're, they're, play. they're, they're not going to take. I, they're not going to purposely drop a game. I, I, dude, if the uh, you know, why why go for the number two just just to win, just to win, to spoil. I mean, to spoil. I, I mean, at this point, you got to look at it the other way. If I'm a Jacksonville fan, yeah, probably, you know, we got the oh, number yeah, one. I'm telling Tank all the way. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Y'all better lose this game. We got the number one draft pick last year, and, it, you know, whatever. We got a quarterback. 
I, I'd, I'd want to play spoiler to those, those damn Colts break their hearts a little bit. Oh, um, give me that, that defensive end out of, uh, <laughs> who is it? It's not Alabama. Is it Alabama? Uh, there's a, there's a Michigan, Michigan. I think it's yeah, Michigan. there we go. Yeah. I don't know yeah, his yeah, name, yeah. but yeah, out of Michigan. And uh, what's that? Is it Thibodeau? Thibodeau? No, oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I was just watching the other night. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, if I'm Jacksonville, I want to spoil because I mean, the Colts could still get in, technically speaking, with a, uh, if they lose, a lot of stuff has to happen, but it's, it's very like Baltimore has to lose. Um, I think, I think the Raiders have to lose. I think the Raiders have to win. Really? The char- I think they have to beat the Chargers. Because for some reason we have we have tiebreaker criteria over the Chargers. I don't know why, but we've always seen to be ahead of them, even when we have the same record. I don't maybe better conference record. I don't know. Um, so I think I think the Dolphins have to lose too. Dolphins have to because oh, the Dolphins are already out. They got eliminated. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, them Denver and Cleveland got dropped this weekend. Um, or oh, the Dolphins have to beat the Patriots, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so we have the same record as New England, and we can jump them. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of possible scenarios, but it's it's simply put, just win, baby. It just just win, just win, and and put this all the rest. You don't want to go into the playoffs with a loss. No, no, you don't want to go into the playoffs cold. And quite, I don't know if you've seen this weird scenario thing that if the Colts lose, the Raiders and the uh, Chargers, they can legit just do like they can just kneel for a whole game and tie, and they both go to the postseason. <laughs> oh, if if they if they tie, they if 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 the Colts lose and the Raiders and Chargers tie, they would both go to the postseason. Yeah, I know. Just a just a fifteen, just a whole bunch of drives is just them kneeling down. Could you imagine if they like literally said, "Hey guys." We want our guys to be healthy for the playoffs. How about we just kneel down? It'd be a quick game. It'd be terrible Dude, Sunday night football, but oh yeah, NFL would not allow that. No. <laughs> they would not let that fly. No, it would be hilarious. Classic. I almost no. want to see it, but not at the Colts' expense. <laughs> God, but um, but yeah, everybody. So the season is kind of almost over. All right, hopefully we win and we can extend this show into the uh into the off season but uh it's it's not going to be an easy be an easy road there's no i mean the moral victory should have never come out of fans you know been a thing all season long but uh but there's no there's no more moral victories it's listen it, my expectation right now is you know for this team to show me that they grew you have to win a playoff game you have to win a play you have to go and beat a good football team and for me, like at this point, you have to go and you have to win a playoff game. That's it. This first round exit shit, I'm over it. I'm tired yeah. of it. You know, go win a football game. Go make it to the divisional round. Or shit, go on. Go win it. Go win. Go to the AFC Championship game. Impress me. Show me that this team has grown and improved. You know, all these, all these offseason moves, these draft picks. Show me that this team has improved and taken a step forward. I get the frustration, man, but hell, I, I mean, we've had four different starting quarterbacks in the last five years. I know, but look where we were with Phil Rivers, man. You know, that's crazy. I know. But think about how good the team has to be to have a new starting quarterback, the most important position on the field, a new one. 
all right, we're going to try you out. All right, now we're going to try you out. And we go into the playoffs, what? Uh, three, it'll, well, it'll hopefully be three times in the last four years. Yeah. Five I mean, years. that's an impressive stat. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I did, I, 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 retrospectively, I did feel more comfortable, and this is personal bias aside, with the quarterback position with, with Rivers under center in some instances, uh, as it, tr- trusting him to make throws that we needed. That's that's where I'm just like oof. I could see being more comfortable with the the quarterback, but I feel like this is a more complete team. This is obviously a better team. Than I can see that happened last year. So I think I feel more comfortable with our team. But had you put you know Rivers on this team, that's I, a team I'd, I'd be scared like, of. Yeah, absolutely. We'd be monsters. Yeah. No. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So. Um, so yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll regroup with you guys next week, hopefully with some good news that the Colts are going to the playoffs, who they, could they play the, the divisions out of, out of reach. There's no, there's, there's, it, that's all locked up. Tennessee's got that. Um, so depending on how things go, yeah, we're going to be on the road where it doesn't matter. We're going to be on the road, uh, it, it, for the, for the postseason. might, might catch it, might sneak a home game, maybe depending on where we land and depending on some upsets, but I'm not sure about that, but the Colts got a long road if they want to make it to Super Bowl. in Buffalo. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> I know. I do not want Cincinnati. I do not want KC. No. I know. I We've beaten Buffalo. I'm still nervous about it. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, do we got a Rodgers rant to close up this week? Um, not really a rant. Just uh, a proclamation. Beat the Jags. That's it. There it is. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Colts Fans in Bill's Land. Y'all are still out.